It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joined right now by my longtime friend, John Mishota, who was on the station earlier this week. John, I, I guess all that money I'm sending you does not buy me an exclusive. Very upset about that, but that's okay. That's okay. You're a, you're a man. You're in demand. And, uh, John, I'm going to ask you something Ian Fitzsimmons used to ask me. He used to say, Matt, what's the, what's the scene like? And I'd always be like, well, I'm not. You remember how or, I used to wait a little bit to get to games, John? <laughs> he was always asking me what the scene was like before I was even close to the game. So I'd kind of have to come up with a scene. What's the scene like, John? Are you As you look around, are, are people, is there a palpable sense of this is opening night? And um, this Ed Sheeran concert, does that interest you at all? You know it does, but it's not really here. It's at a it's at a different area, and oh. I got a little nervous reading some local reports that fans need to get to the game early. So that made me get here a little bit earlier than I normally would. So as of right now, the scene is, you know, I'll just say this: like obviously, there's not a ton of people here right now. Uh, it's still kind of early, a little bit of a, a drizzle. Um, but just having not been here since I think it was 2015, the last time I was at this stadium. Like it just, it just, it's just funny to me. I just seen one in Super Bowl because you pull up and it's just like everywhere you look, it's just signs everywhere. Defending Super Bowl champs, Tom Brady, mm. all over the place. Like it just is, just way different than the James Bucks that I watched play this Cowboys team. Didn't seem like it was that long ago, but uh, uh, yeah, I mean you can just tell around here. This, I mean this, you know, not just really in Tampa Bay, but just anywhere around Florida. Like as soon as you land, you can just tell like. There's just like there's this major interest in the team, obviously now that I just I hadn't seen here before. Uh, but that, now, with that being said, there's still a ton of Cowboys fans here. I mean, I'm already seeing Cowboys fans right now in the parking lot outside the stadium. I mean, the plane obviously out there filled with Cowboys fans going out last night to get food. There's Cowboys fans everywhere. There's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans uh, at this game, but still a little early to have too much of a scene for you there. Sorry. That's okay. Um, now the rain. I, Ed Werder had some. Uh, you know, my uh, cohort on the Doomsday Podcast had some um, some photos. Well, love it when Ed starts taking photos, and, and Ed will kind of let you know about his day and the schedule. He's a very busy man. He had about three live shots earlier today. He was out there by noon. Looked like the rain was kind of coming down. What are we uh, What are we looking at uh, forecast wise? There has it. Has it stopped? Has it been intermittent? Should it? Uh, will it impact anything? Do you think? I really don't think it will. I mean, it was raining here for probably about a half hour, hour. That's probably okay. what Ed was uh, given his update. But it hasn't been like that since, and it's not supposed to rain uh, past seven o'clock here, and the game doesn't start till eight twenty. So it isn't supposed to be an issue for this game. Um, I don't know if it would matter either way. Uh, I think you know the Bucks will have an advantage if it rains or it doesn't, but. Uh, it's not supposed to. It's supposed to stop at least an hour before uh, kickoff. Okay. Appreciate you. You didn't know you were going to be put on the spot for weather reports. It is John Mishota joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, John, the, the, the huge question is Dak tonight. You know, what's it going to look like? I mean, my gosh, he's on all these NBC. You had him quoted. Man's doing some, you know, talking about his um, surgery. He couldn't feel his toes afterwards. They had people pinching on his toes. I mean, uh, very poignant type stuff. Are you, um, what, what will you be early in this game? We're all going to be watching. What signs are you going to be looking for? Just, just confidence. Um, won't that be interesting, John, the first time maybe he has a chance 
to rip it out of there and run with the ball, to kind of see what decision he makes? Are, are those the different things uh, going through your head right now? Yeah, more specifically, though, not even on a, on a design run, uh, just him getting hit in the pocket. Uh, yeah. You know, taking a shot from Indomitian Sue and, and, and Vita Vea. I mean, it's going to happen whether Zach Martin was playing or not. I mean, it's just a loaded defensive front, and we haven't seen Dak get hit. No TAs or minicamp. He's not getting hit in training camp. We thought that that would come in the preseason. Obviously, because of the shoulder, he doesn't end up playing in the preseason. So he hasn't taken a hit since the last hit, which ended his season last October. And so that, for me, is the biggest thing. So, yeah, the design run and, and, and even the stuff of just getting out of the pocket and extending plays, which I think is arguably his greatest strength, like that stuff's going to come, but I think he's going to get hit before then. I just This team's going to bring a lot of pressure. They, they blitz a lot. It's, it's even if he gets the ball out, just how he gets hit, getting up, kind of shaking that off, and how he looks after that. And then also just on these first two series, like how much rust is there just having not played in any preseason. So that's kind of the stuff that I'm looking for. But it just it's tough to get going to be to get a great barometer on it because I just think that this Bucks defense is so loaded that it could look awful early on, and that doesn't mean it's going to look like that for the rest of the season. Uh, this just this is the worst matchup that they could have had to open. Yeah, but we've seen teams, when they're doing the banner-raising ceremonies and all, come out a little flat. I remember it happened with the Mavericks. I know it's a completely different sport, but it is interesting. When a team is celebrating something, you do feel like you might have a little time, it's just my theory, John, to hit them in the mouth early if they're still kind of, you know, taking all that in and excited. Now, you know, you know Brady will be focused, but they've got some young players who will be into all that. Now, what about what do you think Zeke McCarthy famously does not known for leaning on the running game? I think early in the season, especially till Dak has his feet under him, it would be a good idea. Do you? I mean, could you see McCarthy going a little against character and trying to feed Zeke early and and, and get him as many touches as possible? Yeah, I could see that happening. I just don't think that that's going to have very much success. I mean, once Zach mm. Martin went out. That, that's, I mean, Zeke even said it this week. He was like, that's the main guy that I, you know, we have some of our most success running the ball is behind Zach Martin. And so to not have him, I just feel like, okay, so you're going to go in there first and 10. You're going to run it to Zeke. You're going to get one yard. You're going to get, you're going to lose a yard. You're not going to gain anything. Maybe you get two yards. Like, I, I almost think that you have to come out passing early and, and then set up the runoff of that. Just going against this particular team. If it was a different matchup then by all means, you want to, like, ease back into it and, and start out with the running game in Zeke. And I, and I do think, you know, obviously everybody in the offseason talks about how they're in the greatest shape of their life, and it's so easy to overlook it and, and, and things like that. But I really do think Zeke is in great shape right now. He's obviously fresh. He hasn't, he hasn't taken any hits. I haven't seen uh, Zeke tackle to the ground since the season ended. They don't tackle in practice like that. He hasn't played in the preseason. Really, last year when Zeke was fresh, Zeke was like the old Zeke. With the season yeah. opener last year against the Rams, he played well. Uh, after the bye week, he played well. He sat that one game out with the injury late in the season, came back the next week, and, and had one of his best games. His three best games last year all came after he didn't play the week before. I think Zeke's going to be fine. I just don't know how much running room is going to be there when the middle of your offensive line is Tyler Biotish, Connor Williams, and Connor McGovern. 
Okay, and, and boy, one of the last thing I had for you, X-Factors tonight, love a good X-Factor. Defense, boy, Parsons, you've been all over him, and, and he's going to line up in a lot of different places and maybe even up the middle and try to cause some havoc. Is there anybody in either in the interior defensive line or another player other than Lawrence or somebody that you think if the Cowboys are to have success on defense really has to have a big game? I just saw your buddy Marcus Spears saying Cowboys have to have two takeaways tonight. Hey, you could say that about every game. Two takeaways if they're going to have any chance. But what do you? Who could be a real X factor on this defense that, that maybe isn't the 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 huge name? Yeah, because the huge name is the obvious one when you mention Micah Parsons. I mean, Micah Parsons hasn't played until I mean since that Cotton Bowl game against Memphis in, at the end of 2019. I mean, it's a long time since Micah Parsons has played in a full you know game. I mean, even in the preseason, he only played you know, a limited number of snaps, and he was a monster in, the, in that Cotton Bowl. He's obviously going against much different competition here, mm-hmm. so he's the most obvious one, but if, if you're looking for somebody under the radar, it's got to be Oso Digizua, the rookie defensive tackle, just because for them to have success, he has to play well. They just don't have another defensive tackle. They don't have Tristan Hill. They don't have Neville Gallimore. They don't have another guy that plays kind of that three technique as more of a pass-rushing defensive tackle than Oso Digizua, and he's He's a rookie, you know. He's a third-round pick. I mean, are you expecting him to come in here? It's not like the Bucks have a bad offensive line either. Like, so yeah. If, they, if you told me that the Cowboys came out of this game with a win somehow, I would say that Micah Parsons probably played really well. Oso Digizua, and then the other one, I would say, if we're going on the back end of the defense, would have to be Demonte KZ, the starting safety, who is one of their bigger free agency additions. Uh, he's obviously a starter for them at free safety. He did have a year where he had. Uh, seven interceptions if he was to make some plays on the ball back there maybe that's how, how they could steal a game I just I just can't see that happening I frankly I think Tom Brady's going to play with Micah Parsons I think he's going to play games with them all day long because he knows that he's the key factor on their defense and while I think Micah is going to be an elite player I do think that he'll probably win defensive rookie of the year I do think he's going to have that type of impact week one against Tom Brady Tom Brady's not going to have any trouble navigating around Micah Parsons boy I love that I love that KZ by the way I love that, and, and I and, and Odig say that slower. So later on the uh, podcast, I make sure I have that right. Odigizua, Odigizua. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm good on that. I have, I've said it a few times, then, but I, yeah. And with Casey, just remember that he said that his nickname as a kid, his family members will call him Crazy Casey. So that's that's where that one comes from. So it's, it's Crazy Casey and Kazi. It's Casey. You know. One of our, our old buddies did text me earlier, one of our beat writing buddies, and said, I miss you to me. Uh, it was not Archer, sadly. I mean, you would hope. Todd and I have the longest history, but Todd and I kind of have a it's a love-hate type deal. I feel like from Todd, a lot of times it's mostly hate. But somebody, one of our buddies, and I, I would I wish it was you, John, but it was not. It was somebody well, that – uh, I do yeah, miss you. Well, not well, fun. we miss your sarcasm. You know, we miss your we miss your difficult questions. It's not the same without you. Get back out here. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I'm trying. I'm trying. You got to get somebody to <laughs> bring me back. I uh, my difficult questions are mostly just because it's difficult for me to think of them. But uh, but I I you know always love it. And y'all have fun uh, tonight. And uh, we will be reading. I love the twenty things. And you can read John on the athletic right now. I think they have a 50% off type deal. But John, that was good stuff, man. 20 I'm always I always think, good lord, why does John make it so hard on himself? You know, I was more of a five things. 
And, and, you know, that was more my style. You do like 20 things to keep in mind. That's above and beyond, John. You know, these people are paying for the subscription, Matt. I feel like i got to give them a little bit extra. All right. Well, it's good, and I think it's uh, well worth the money. It is John Michaud, my longtime buddy, exclusive to the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Bye, John. I'll see you. Thanks for having me on. All right.